0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin, with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, Dunedin Fringe 2023, not far away now. I hope you've planned, or are beginning at least, to plan your fringe experience. 16th to 26th of March, so much to do and see. We're so looking forward to it after a few, let's say, difficult years. Uh, Among the offerings, uh, no fewer than four shows in four different venues from Sahara Breeze Productions, and I thought we'd take an opportunity to catch up uh, with uh, two very important uh, members and uh, the people responsible for bringing us these wonderful productions. Blaze Byram and Sarah Byram join us in the studio. Morena, great to have you with us. Thanks for coming in, both of you. Morena. Thank you. (laughs) Um, First off, great to be looking forward to a Fringe Festival, right? Yeah, so good, especially after... uh,
1: you know, last year, uh, two of the shows got cancelled because of COVID. So we've kind of got a bit of a backlog, which is really quite nice. So, um, yeah, it's, it's nice to be able to bring so much to, um, to Dunedin Fringe and to support what's going on there.
0: Before we talk about the actual productions that you've got lined up this year, perhaps we could talk a little bit about Sahara Breeze productions and and how you view your mission here. Sarah, how would you describe that?
2: Um, Well, the first thing is we just want to put on shows. Mm. We love putting on shows. We love performing. We love directing. We love producing. Um, And... uh, and yeah, and there's such an opportunity when we came here to study at the university. People were just so open and um, we, we first, we performed in the Dunedin Fringe in 2021, we did too. And people talked to us afterwards in the business and said, look, wh- why don't we write you a play? Why don't you get involved in this? And, and we just couldn't believe how welcoming everybody was. So we're like, well, we've got all this opportunity and all this space that people want things to happen.
0: You mentioned space yeah. <laughs> in terms of physical space. You would have probably arrived at a time when things were looking a little bit, you know, shaky for theatre, certainly professional theatre in the city.
1: Yeah, I guess for us, because we spent about twenty years in Queenstown, so our kind of main focus was in was in central, um, and the Southern Lakes. So where the facilities, there wasn't really very much. So I think. For us coming to Dunedin, there for us there were lots of spaces <laughs> and lots of opportunities here, and I think that's probably was kind of refreshing because I think people were mourning and still are the the demise of the Fortune Theatre and thinking, well, that's the end of professional theatre locally. Um, but actually, there there are lots of different smaller groups that are that are that are sort of stepping into that that zone, and a lot of talent here, and a lot. Studying at the university, there's a lot of tano- talent coming through um, the performing arts program there. It's quite, it's quite large. I don't think people realize how many students come through. Yeah. But unfortunately, quite a few will leave town um, and look for other opportunities. So really for us, Sahara Productions is... Is giving people the opportunity to hopefully stay in town after they graduate from performing arts, and giving them an opportunity to perform, direct, write, etc.
0: Well, you certainly set yourself a challenge for Dunedin Fringe, as I said, four, <laughs> four shows, four shows, four different venues, uh, featuring fourteen different Otago University or university-linked yeah. artists, and um, that's great that's to correct, see, yeah. isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah, it is fantastic. Like, um, for example, wonderful that we've been touring just brought back from NZ Fringe that was written by um, Richard Huber and directed by Richard as well so he came and saw us after two after Fringe mm-hmm. in 2021 and said oh I think I've got a play that I'm thinking of writing you two would be great for that are you keen so we've kind of been working a couple of years with Richard and he's, he's super fired up now this is the second of his trilogy he's already started writing on his third one and uh, yeah, so that's been been great working with richard um we were up at Nenzen fringe uh with marty roberts and after afterburner, afterburner um and that was an amazing learning experience linking up with him and jordan witchman um you um the dollhouse um jordan's one of the founding members of that with ryan hartigan who was one of our lecturers is one of our le- uh, theater lecturers um and we've met lots of creatives as part of our courses as well. So so hence working with them, being able to uh, direct those actors as well. I love acting, but I also love directing. So two of those pieces, Out at Sea and The Bear, are have come through uh, directing courses that I've been doing. So,
0: Well, let's talk about yep. each of these pieces yep. because it is worthwhile. They are very different pieces, yep. uh, each of the four, and aren't you lucky out there you've got the opportunity to catch all of the shows or mm. any of the shows. Um, so let's talk about them because we're also going to give our listeners an opportunity to, to think about which ones they might want to go to and who, who knows, maybe win a, a double pass to go along as well. <laughs> so, so tell us a little bit more about that wonderful for a start.
2: Um, well, wonderful is um, based in the nineteen twenties in in England. You might have noticed from our accents that that was where <laughs> we're from originally, even though we've been over here over twenty years. Um, and and it's a woman and her butler, and they're stuck in a room together. It's after the First World War, coming up into the Second World War. But of course, they're just coming out the First World War, thinking that's the war to end all wars. Now's the time to l- enjoy life. But of course, the butler was in the war, was damaged. By his experiences she's like a bright young thing well not quite so young um <laughs> who wants to forget it all but he can't and but they've also grown up together and they they've got feelings for each other but of course there's a big social divide especially in england in the 1920s although has it hasn't changed that much um and so it's watching their verbal sparring as they sort of negotiate their feelings for each other their experiences and what they want for the future so
0: and it's a two-hander
2: yes it's the two of us on stage for 70 minutes with each other in a chair
0: (laughs) so So, yeah in different uh, many ways from a night at home i imagine (laughs) (laughs) let's
2: hope so (laughs)
0: So you both get to take to the stage for that one. Yeah. Um, uh, are you, do you take, take direction or are you self-directing? How are you managing that one? Oh, well, Richard
1: Hoover's directing oh, it. Yes, oh, so, so we've been working, and that's been a, uh, a fascinating process, really, because he's been writing it as he's been directing us. So he's kind of been rewriting it after, you know, after every rehearsal, et cetera. So, uh, so got,
2: which is always fun. Yeah, which is
1: always fun. Yeah. Uh, so the process is yeah. So the process has been really fascinating. Sorry, I forgot what your question was. <laughs>
0: no, well, so Richard's involved. You're, yeah. you're running yeah. across three nights: the seventeenth, eighteenth, uh, and nineteenth. Yeah, of March. and that's
1: at, that's at Allen Hall. Um, we premiered the play at the at the Playhouse uh, last November, which was it was sort of a, a two act play at that time, um, and we've kind of reworked it since then to a one act.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. That's wonderful. How wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Out at Sea. Tell us about this one. Yeah. Out at Sea was written in 1961
1: by a Polish absurdist writer called Slawomir Morozek. And um, it, it tells the story of three people on a raft who are debating about who to eat.
0: <laughs>
1: and they use a whole mix of de- uh, democratic and political processes to debate who should be eaten so you've got this this character called fat who's kind of uh yeah he's who manipulates the situation um kind of quite a putin-esque type character you've got medium who's a a kind of middleman that kind of goes to uh supports whoever seems to be winning the argument and you've got thin who's quite a zelensky type downtrodden character um so it's written by a polish writer it's um we've set it to um Chopin music polish composer and it has a lot of references and seems very um relevant to to, to what's happening in the ukraine at the moment and the political situation and i when i read it um it just impacted me that things really don't change mm. so much. So it's very, very funny. It's um, there's quite a lot of clowning involved. We've added some singing, some musical instruments,
0: um, and uh, it's very funny. <laughs> 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 That's at the new Athenaeum Theatre, yeah. and yeah. that runs uh, between the 20th and the 22nd of March. Six o'clock performances there. Yeah okay uh the bear yeah i'll probably talk about about
1: the bear um uh it's a one-act vaudeville farce written by anton chekhov the uh we're experimenting on the use of circus in theater um so we've we've taken the original farce and turn the characters into marionettes that kind of morph into life by a master of the straps aerial straps which is a performer that we're bringing down from wellington called victor Victorious is his stage name who was um he, he's done a lot of fringe uh stardust was a recent production that they he brought down here and so he performs aerial straps and uh, also sings so we've added songs to to that as well and um and two of our actors we um uh, Rochelle Broffe has been training them in aerial silks so as part of that traditional Chekhov play short play they 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 perform um a, a piece to music as well so so yeah we're kind of experimenting and playing with with that particular play
0: and the wonderful Mayfair Theatre, the venue for that, yeah. on the 23rd and 24th of March. And that takes us to the John Show, the fourth yeah. of the four.
2: Well, John has been a huge influence on our lives. Um, he's been our mentor when we were living in Christ uh, in Queenstown. He came down and did some workshops and directed us, and it's really supported us all the way through our careers for the last sort of five years. And he's written this wonderful show, which is all about all these different characters called John. Like, so Pope John Paul. um, I can't remember any of the other John. Um, and um, And it's all about their, they do monologues. So you've got their monologues, which are very interesting, but he's also got a wheel and he spins the wheel and wherever the wheel ends up is how he has to do that monologue. So he might have to do it standing on his head or he might have to do it as a song with his guitar or a keyboard. Um, also there's this this character which is um, John the Bastard um, and he's a, he's a, he sends insults to John, puts him down, like those voices, representing those voices in our lives, maybe internally or externally, which make us feel bad about ourselves, lose confidence. Um, And he sort of fights back against that. Um, And at the end, he finally does his personal monologue about him, John, as a person, which is a very beautiful story. So, um, yeah, really excited. We haven't seen it yet, but it was at the Auckland Fringe and got awards there. Um, and we're so excited to bring it down and to see it.
0: And we get to see that at the knockabout studio at the new S Theatre. Yeah, which is, is a, very, a new
2: park. It's a
0: really interesting space. It's
1: right it's it's below um the the normal space. Ah. Acting space. There know is, that. yeah, and there's quite a lot of space <sighs> the down there. Of the earth. Yeah. And he answers questions as well like did John Crapo invent the toilet? Is one question that's answered. answers. And was John B good enough fame what was Uh, John be good enough famous for
0: right be good good enough (laughs) 23rd to 25th of March for the John show well uh, as I said at the outset they couldn't be more different each of them yeah how you know what role are you taking here in terms of staying across them I mean mean, these are as you said uh, you haven't even seen the John show no so it's just what a, a massive logistical coordination job from your perspective
1: yes yeah it, 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 yeah it is Um uh, we we'll are kind of be working on like with the wonderful for example we've been touring that um for a while so um so that's really nice to be able to do it in the allen hall space mm. it's such a lovely so i'm really looking forward to seeing what richard does with the lighting and the the setting of that would be will be really cool um yeah, there's, I think there's, in any small production company, um, it's, it's always hard. You tend to be, to multitask lots of different things. We've got six new, um, creatives actually that we brought into SBZ this year. Um, so people that like John Googe who's been helping us for a while with formerly as a creative Richard Huber um but also um a group of other people that we've enjoyed walk- working with as part of our, co- our theatre courses so um that's that's helping
0: it's never just about what's on stage is it no. there's a massive effort behind the scenes
1: yeah especially uh, marketing publicity um all the venue dealing with venues etc so uh, so it's been really nice to have um some some other members of that team um helping out in that way
0: the great thing about um, the fact that the, you're putting these four productions on is that um, there's a bit of crossover, but if you wanted to see each of the four, you could see each of the four. They're all running across um, uh, more than one night at different times. They
2: have to be because we're involved in all of them. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: But also this, this cast, for example, with the uh, Without at Sea,
1: um, uh There'll be one day where they they perform from six o'clock to seven o'clock and then uh, drive across town and then perform perform at the Mayfair <laughs> yeah. from eight thirty and things. So, but that's really nice to have. We've enjoyed working as a troupe. Um, you you get to know each other pretty well if you're working on multiple shows together and also sharing different roles within that. So, yeah.
2: So, for example, um, Becky is. Um, back doing um, stage management for out at sea and performing in the bear and i'm performing in out at sea and stage managing the bear so it's yeah it's it's sort of you get to do everything which is great gosh yeah. come the
0: end of dunedin french 2023 you're going to sit back <laughs> put your feet up and go, i can't believe we did that
2: <laughs> then we're off to christchurch aren't we to do some <laughs> stuff there so. oh are you
0: yeah. tell us more about that
2: Oh, we're doing um, two nights at the Little Andromeda with Wonderful.
0: Nice. And yeah. Yeah.
2: And then we're going to... Um, yeah, and then, uh,
1: then we're going go to go uh, uh, to Arata. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we're performing Wonderful and Out at Sea. So we're going to take that on tour.
0: It's a busy start to 2023 for both of you. Yeah,
1: but lovely to have an opportunity to do it? Isn't so it? we've been champing at the bit for Isn't quite it? a while.
0: Well, just... ...part of a very Mm. busy program for Dunedin Fringe 2023, 16th to 26th of March. We've heard this morning about four productions, wonderful, The Bear, Out at Sea and The John Show... And uh, courtesy of Sahara Brees uh, Productions and our guests this morning, Blaze and Sarah, we are, we are giving away double passes to each of those performances. So um, stick with us here on the Awesome Morning Show. I'll give you more details about that in a moment. In the meantime, I just want to say thank you so much to both of you for coming in and having a conversation with us this bright and early in the morning. <laughs> You're yeah, fully entitled now to go and grab yourselves a coffee, and no doubt there'll be a few of those over coming days.
2: Right?
1: <laughs> thank you so much, Jeff. <laughs>